All right, welcome back to an episode of the Crushcast. Today we've got Phil Fiore. You're going to love this. So, Phil, welcome. Thrilled to have you join us. Thanks, Jim. I usually listen to this on 1.5 when I listen to it, so I'll try to talk slower. For okay, like no, that's good. That's good. Now, the backstory here is this is super unique. Like, you approached a year ago. You're like, hey, what do I need to do to be on this session? And we laid down a couple of parameters and I said, call me back. And so to your credit, you absolutely nailed it last year. One of the things that I wanna ask about, you moved all the way across the country and then had a breakout year. Can you share with everybody the role you're in, the challenges that you faced and like, how'd you do that? Yeah, so I'm a uh, VP. DM here in our SoCal branch in the LA office and I'm unique because I was a DM doing well in our Maryland office and I kind of uh, hit the reset button a little bit by moving here um, so it was definitely an opportunity with the pandemic that appeared where hey suddenly we couldn't go out you know everything went virtual and a lot of people needed a job so from that perspective I was glad I was able to make an impact by being able to, you know, hire so many people to this new team that I started. And in 100% virtual world, we were really able to use that to our advantage to um, have a great year. So it's a huge shift and you were succeeding where you were. And so that's a big risk. Global pandemic, chaos, ton of questions, and you move all the way across the country to a place where you really don't have contacts. What was your mindset like? Like what was behind that decision? Yeah, it's, it's interesting because one of the points that I wanted to hit on was that I, it wasn't always optimism. Uh, doubts definitely crept into my head about do I want to continue this career? Do I want to continue this role and kind of restarting? Now might be a time to go do something else. So it's okay to have those doubts, I think is a, is a good point. I'm really glad that I continued. And I think one of the reasons for it was because the market was down 30%, because we were getting client calls, because I was able to be that calming force and I could see the impact that it was making on people. That was really the reassurance that had me really fall back in love with the business and be telling myself what I do really matters. And if I could do this the rest of my career and have this much impact on people, I think I'm going to be pretty okay with the way my life turned out. So I think the pandemic and the chaos that, that created really showed how showed me how important that, uh, you know, what we do really is. You raised the fact that we all have doubts and optimism and positivity are certainly valuable, but so is realism. So if we tried to convert your acknowledgement of doubts to then addressing them and convert that into a process, what would that look like? You've got a doubt and now you're thinking, how do you move from thinking about it and being concerned about it to doing something about it? Like, do you have a formula on that? Yeah, I think a lot of it comes down to your why. And it's kind of this cliche thing that you hear a lot about and it might sound hokey, but it's it's certainly not. You really got to think about what do I want to get out of things? You know, if I if I went and did something else, if I 
you know, threw in the towel on this career, what would I do? And what kind of, how is that going to drive my life and my why? So I think for me, my why is being able to fulfill the promises that I make to people. So that's what this career is, right? So if I, if I throw in the towel or um, I don't fulfill a, a promise I made to my clients, to my colleagues, to my team, that pretty much goes against everything that I stand for. So, you know, I, I think everyone in this career should really reflect on what their why is, is because it's going to be a little bit different for everyone. And just use that to make every decision that you're going to make, because that's exactly what's gotten me to, to this point of uh, continued success. Your belief set and your conviction is that you're going to develop others. And you're in this role where you're coaching people and you're helping them deal with challenges. And so when things get hard, uh, the teacher learns twice. The coach has to deliver on their mantra. And so you're facing that every day. What are some things that occurred that you are particularly proud of when you reflect on that first year in SoCal as a leader? Well, I think this is one of them. As you kind of mentioned in the beginning, um, we set a goal, which was to be uh, top three in the class that I'm in as a manager. And we really look at that as a team award. So our team in the top yeah. three. Um, and it really speaks to the power of visualization because I was walking to work and I was kind of playing in my, this conversation in my head. I'm like, it's going to be so awesome when I'm on that podcast because ah. I hit top three. Um, it was funny. I was listening uh, back the other day to a speech that you gave, which was so impactful, Jim, at the LAMP conference, um, telling your story. And you're you're using visualization of seeing yourself in that tuxedo, I think at uh, the car mm -hmm. bar to celebrate, really moved and pushed you. So that is, uh, is something I'm particularly proud of is using that visualization to achieve a goal that we set for ourselves. It's powerful, isn't it? You, you all of us have this opportunity to establish an event or an achievement or a metric and then just get after it. And the, it's the pursuit, it's not the realization. And so when things get hard, that keeps you going. So let's look forward a little bit. Uh, congratulations, you took that challenge and you delivered very hard for anybody to do, but unbelievably hard for a brand new team with no background. And it really probably makes you feel absolutely fantastic, you should. But now, what are some of the goals that you have in, in terms of continuous improvement? What are you attempting to do this year? What are you going after? Yeah, so we're, we're looking to repeat. I mean, my team is uh, is as strong as ever. We got a good group. And I think that speaks a lot to how fun this career can be when you're doing it with the right people and you get the right people on your bus. And it could be anyone. It doesn't have to be, you know, a, a district. It could be a producer that has a, a few good people that they work with. But if you're doing this with the people you enjoy being with, you know, you don't work a day in your life. So we're looking to repeat. And uh, and frankly, I'd like to, to spend as much time as needed with my clients, but also as much time doing fun things like going hiking, going on vacation, playing golf as well, because I think that's a, a great part of this career that I have certainly seen the benefits of and look forward to continuing spending less time in the office and more time pursuing life's hobbies, because I think that's what this career is all about as well. It gives us that freedom, but sometimes, although we have that concept, what happens is we just bury ourselves in work. 
And one of the things about COVID, it's made it so easy in a remote world to run more meetings. But then all of a sudden, sometimes people, all they're doing is working. So, I mean, I love the fact that you're raising, you want to live more. I mean, life, we love what we do and get great meaning from it, but life has got to be more than work and having specific personal goals, whether that's travel or otherwise. All right, I got two more questions for you. Number one, let's think about some particularly good advice or coaching that you received either personally or professionally. What would you pass along? Something that you frequently think of that was really helpful for you. Oh man, that's a tough one. I mean, I've gotten so much advice over the years from um, mentors that I had, my original district manager, Ken Handy, my EVP, Darren Bush. Um, you know, one of the things I think back Darren telling me was, if you always do the right thing, uh, you're never going to go wrong in this business. So I think that's particularly important for, you know, everyone, whether you're brand new or many years in, is just making sure you're always, uh, you know, doing the right thing and being honest with people and all that good stuff. Because if you do that, it's going to come back in spades 100% of the time. Um, so I think that's kind of my main focus is just, I guess, building good karma with people because it, it always yeah. comes back, particularly in our business. Do what's right for your client. Take care of them. Full disclosure, help them achieve their objectives. And you're right. Sky's the limit. That That is a great advisor. It's just totally consumed with making sure that their client's okay. Looking into the intermediate to long term in our business and in your career, what are you most excited about? I'm most excited about growing with my clients. I mean, seeing them retire, seeing them, you know, accumulate wealth, seeing them do all the fun things and being right alongside with them. I mean, I look forward to my quarterly reviews that I have with these people. And right now, uh, here, March, 2022, the market's down. We got a war going on, et cetera. These are the most impactful conversations that we can have. Um, so anyone out there that might be afraid to pick up the phone because their client's accounts are down, that's the opposite of what you need to be doing uh, because these are the, the times that we have the most impact on people. And honestly, the, the things that get me excited to get back on the phone with people um, are right now. So if I had to look forward to one thing, it's, again, spending more time out of the office, but it's also having meaningful conversations with yeah. clients as they grow up That is such great advice. And what we've had for three consecutive marches is massive uncertainty and at the time that this is being taped massive uncertainty with the situation in ukraine you are right like your client does not expect you to have an answer they just want to hear from you and and reaching out this is where you differentiate phil this has been a great discussion i have so much respect for how you get after it how you acknowledge discomfort how you acknowledge hey you know what this is actually hard and then you work your way through it and get stuff done along the way, inspiring others. Congratulations and thanks for joining us today.